0: All right, Tara, well, second time's the charm, right? Isn't that the saying?
1: Something like that, right? (laughs) Hopefully, not third time. Hopefully, second time (laughs) is it for us.
0: So, as you guys can see from the headline, which that is the second time we won't talk about this week, new headlines coming your way, new things coming your way this week for Discover Ag. But we're coming to you with a wildly different podcast today. I say wildly lightly, actually, I say wildly dramatically.
1: Yeah. Unlike anything we've ever done before on the podcast, very, very personal. We're doing a personal episode. We're going to start doing this once a month. Um, This is our first one. We haven't even titled them yet. We don't, we aren't sure what to call them. We've been like playing around with different titles, but, um, I still like hot off the press. You mm-hmm. had some other ones, but it. <sighs> yeah, actually we are going to be giving you guys I don't know, kind of like raw, uncut, a little bit more. I feel like with podcasting, um, the way our Thursday episodes are, we don't get to give you guys as much maybe like background, personal information, especially for a lot of you guys that don't follow us on social media. This is going to be kind of like an in-depth look.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a connection point we're trying to create with you guys. Tara and I have talked a lot about how podcasting is a little bit different than showing up on social media. Social media, I do feel like, is a little bit more two-way and you do have more I think access to each other and you just feel more connected and I hope you guys feel connected to us through our Thursday episodes. But like Tara said, I can also see or we maybe we fear a little bit that the connection is more to the news and we would love to have that connection with you guys on a more personal level. And I think we will probably say personal a lot yeah. in these two, you know, Tuesday episodes that we do and bring to you guys, but that's really the point of them is to, foster more of a relationship and more of a community where you guys can get to know us beyond the headlines like in a way that isn't just focused on news even though that's something that Tara and I love to bring to you guys and love to talk about and we will never change our Thursday um, <laughs> articles. I should ne- never say never but um, we're pretty comfy there. We feel really safe there. We love what we're you know we have created with you guys on Thursdays but we're looking for more and I think that's what these Tuesday episodes will be. There'll be more. They'll We'll talk about about a lot of different stuff we don't even know what yet we're hoping they're q and a driven so we would love you guys actually to dictate what is on tuesdays um or the once tuesday we're not doing it every tuesday but yeah i'm just really looking forward i'm actually really really looking forward to these tuesday once a month episodes where we can um i don't know just go go deeper with you guys go more personal with you guys yeah.
1: So you mentioned we would like to move them to Q&A. Um, and well, I think I said, like, we really want them to be unedited, just like very unscripted, very unedited, just very in the moment of what's going on. Um, but we we always get questions from you guys online and, and, you know, through our reviews and things we communicate with you guys. And so being able to open up this discussion. But this week, I think we're going to take it in a little bit different direction uh, and give you guys a little bit more about us and our backstory, especially for those of you who, you know, have found us through the podcast and so social media, uh, sometimes we refer to things in our Thursday episodes that we think if we gave you some context uh, would actually help the conversation. Maybe you understand where we're coming from and and how
0: we got to where we're at. Yeah, today is almost kind of like a meet your hosts because I don't feel like we've ever had like a true meet your hosts. Yeah, never really done it. I mean, we have our little mini intro and that's about the extent of like the introduction we've ever done to ourselves, which for people who have been sharing online for as long as we have. No wonder it feels odd to us that we don't have more connection points with you guys on things beyond just ad news. Yeah. So where do you want us to start at today? Well, I want to keep this non-boring. <laughs> you know, I don't want us to sit here and give our <laughs> Hi, little my name is... Yes. So I think there is an interesting maybe middle of the story beginning we could focus on. And then that is the beginning of like when you and I met for the first time in real life. We have been friends online on social media for a long time, which welcome to our day and age, 2023, where you meet your best friends online now. But maybe that would be a fun place to start. Instead of our childhood, maybe we could do like a weird roundabout where we get back to and maybe end with like growing up in agriculture and our thoughts about, you know, getting back to agriculture and kind of that journey and stuff. But maybe let's start with meeting in real life. That start, that beginning, that origin story.
1: I think that's probably one of the things that people, we get that question, like that curiosity a lot, because as you know, I'm in New Mexico and Natalie's in Nebraska, so not exactly next door to each other. So where where did we meet? Where has our life journey together started? And it actually started, it started online, like you said, uh, in like a DM, Instagram DM chat uh, with a bunch of other women though. So not very, not very like one-on-one obviously, but that was our first like virtual introduction. And then
0: yeah. our first- I was going to say, don't take this the wrong way, but I don't, like, think I have an impression from you from that DM group. Like, that's how, I don't want to say, like, basic is, like, the only word that's coming to mind right now, but it was very surface level in that group chat. It's not like we were, like, messaging about, like, very personal things and, like, having, you know, very deep connections in there. I mean, it was a, gr- a great group chat. A lot like, not knocking on the women. I'm just saying it was very, like, we'd come with maybe, like, a social media concern or a question or we'd like ask for support or something like that like it just maybe it was more like social media driven than like personal obviously and maybe even a little bit more social media than like business driven because it was so long ago I don't feel like I even like had my own personal business then yet and so I feel like yeah I feel like I know that that's our origin story but I don't like to consider it because I don't feel like we were really connected very well in that group chat.
1: Yeah, so fast forward to spring of twenty twenty one, you hosted your first ever Rule Rooted. And backing up a little, your you know, the idea behind Rule Rooted came from when you attended Suzy School and you spoke so highly of Suzy Holman's Suzy School. So I actually applied for Suzy School and did not hear anything back. Susie wasn't having any retreats, yada yada yada. Then
0: you decided to host Rule Rooted and I decided to sign up for yours. So, and for everyone listening that is not familiar, both of these are basically retreats where people who were like, quote unquote, influencers or wanted to share online and monetize online, they went to like, learn how to better do that. So Susie was like the OG who started that, um, at least kind of like in this, this story. And then I, like Tara said, kicked off my own personal ones. And so that's what we're referring to when we say Susie School or Real Rooted. They're these like high intensive three day, like time we spend together on your businesses, like using social media to elevate them essentially.
1: Yeah. And um, of course, in, like true fashion of things, I feel like you get you first you DM me and we were like, did you just apply to like support me or did you actually want to come? I, was like, I thought for oh, sure I you just applied come. to be
0: nice. And I was like, this is gonna be so awkward if I'm like, you're in, like, come to the retreat. And then you're like, <laughs> oh, well, this is awkward. I just wanted you to have an app in there because I remember actually coming to that group chat and telling all of the girls that were in there, you included, obviously. I was like, I just went live with the application. I'm so nervous no one is going to apply. Like, I was really, really stressed about, I don't know, that. filling the first retreat. So I thought for sure you being in there, you just put an app to, like, you know, give me a little morale moral booster. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't. I had been already sharing online for, I think, five years at that point and was just feeling very, like, why am I still sharing? Like, I needed something to be reinvigorated with. That's even why I applied to Suzy's school. So, um, yeah, you accepted me, and then – I think not even twelve hours later Susie accepted me into hers.
0: And so oh then my I had gosh, to, I to just the... totally forgot about that. You always forget that's like the piece
1: of the story, is that I had to like decide between like your <laughs> school or Susie's school.
0: And you I remember talking me. with Daniel. Choose me. Isn't that from a movie? Yeah. Pick Choose me. me. Yeah, it's Love um, Me. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah uh, that's great. Yeah, I've never yeah. watched that, but I do that like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching it for that a third time it right it now. Transcends. It really does.
1: Um, Anyway, so I remember talking with Daniel about it, and I was like, and I think actually Daniel was kind of like, I think you should go to the ag one. Like, I think you would it would benefit you to be around women who are in ag. And I don't know, to be honest with you, I'm going to get into this more later in our, like, origin story, but I was just really drawn to you and wanted to come and be a part of, like, what you were putting together. And, like, it was really – I feel like what you did then was really groundbreaking. And so I was like, no, this is what I
0: want to do. So – it's cool that Daniel got my vision because the whole point of it was to have like-minded women. So if that was like kind mm-hmm. of the trigger point for him, like, no, I think you should be around ag. Thanks, Daniel. You
1: saw what I saw. Like, I know he's just a real cheerleader for us. Mm-hmm. We owe our friendship to Daniel.
0: So anytime mm-hmm. he wants to curse us, you know, he just needs to give himself an old <laughs> kick in the rear.
1: <laughs> yeah. So then um, maybe we should kind of, I don't know, maybe we should take this in first impressions
0: of what we thought of each other. Okay. Do you think we can handle that? Like our friends. I mean, we're three. I've never told you my first of you. I have one though. As Enneagram
1: threes, I think we kind of thrive on that, though, right? On some level.
0: Okay, I'll go first. So the setting was very small, intimate, very personal. You know, we were in this. It's not like you're in a huge conference room where it felt like cold. With the the where I hosted these retreats and where Tara and I would have first met was like in a very, I would say, very warm room. Mm -hmm. and you arrived, I feel like I remember, with, like, maybe three other girls, like, you guys were very, the very first women to arrive, and this is my first retreat, so not only am I, like, very nervous to, like, host retreat, I'm very nervous to meet the women, I'm sure I'm very awkward, you know me, in, like, professional settings, I'm not the best, like, you are the conference girl, you are the networker, (laughs) I just tag along and, like, eat the buffet, I don't know what I do, but, so the idea of, like, having these conversations with you guys, and I think I hadn't stepped into the role of a leader yet, really, truly, and I think that's something I was battling with. So I was very nervous for the first women to show up, and you, of course, were one of the handful of the first to show up. And I don't. Do you remember
1: what you were wearing? I can remember being really nervous about picking my outfit because I feel like you were like a Western fashion girly influencer, and I was like, I don't know what to wear. <laughs> so I
0: feel like I like was pretty intense. Okay, you for sure were intense. Thank you for confirming <laughs> that because I don't remember what you are wearing. Either. I want to say you. I remember you for sure wearing this jacket when we did the photos on the third day. It had like huge full fur collar and like the new the Aztec print. And I wanna say you were maybe wearing that too, but I can't for sure remember. But I just remember thinking like, whoa. Like, whoa. (laughs) Like, whoa. But at the same the other first thing I remember, I don't know if people know this about you or not, but you were like teeny tiny. You were just, like, a fault. little tiny person. Like, I put you in my pocket. And I'm not, like, I'm huge <laughs> or anything. I'm only 5'7", but I do feel almost like, tall against you. And so I think it was this combination of you. I mean, you're very beautiful. And so I think it was this combination of, like, whatever no. was you were wearing and how tiny you were that I just remember being, like, that's the girl I chat with all the time, like, in the, you know, the group DM. But so that was, like, my very, very first, first impression of you. I will say you quickly moved into... The Tara that I, like, love and know now, um, I re- I don't know what day it was or when it was, but I remember we were, like, all circled up around the church, which is, like, what we called the event we were at, because it was actually, like, an old Reformed, Restored Church, and you were, like, by the window, and the light was coming through, and you were talking, <laughs> and um, I just remember thinking, like, that... <sighs> Like powerful isn't the right word. I wish you would give me more time to like prep for my first impression of you. Um, but I just remember being like really drawn to you. Like very, that is someone who I want to be around. I want her energy, her expertise, her professionalism, her experience. I want her point of view in my life. I really cling to that saying of like, show me the five people you surround you, you surround yourself with, and I will show you, you know, your future. Like however you want to like twist that. You know, but like you are who you spend your time with. And I just remember being like, that's the type of woman I want in my circle, whether it's personal or professional. You're going to make me cry. Well, that's what these personal episodes are for. You guys we will come to you every Tuesday crying (sighs) about something different. But I remember that. And that was actually the moment that I feel like actually snowballed our friendship because that is the moment I thought Tara will make an excellent co-coach because that's what I had. Um, Like at these retreats, I had other women like assisting me. I wasn't leaning alone. And that is the moment I decided to ask you. I'm like, I'm going to ask her to help me host the next one. So mm-hmm. I don't know what you were wearing then, or I don't know if it was the light. I, maybe I was like sleepy, and you know, tired and hungry. But whatever <laughs> it was, you put a cell on me. That, that was moment. it. And oh here my we are you now, discover AG. So.
1: Um, Maddie, our producer, Maddie, in the background, producer of our podcast, was also at that first rewarded, and she's confirming Tara wore a Southwestern hat, oh, red, oh, very New
0: Mexico. Maybe that's what
1: it was. It was a
0: hat you rolled in with. That is so yes. funny.
1: So, no, but it's funny, though, that you said you were not stepping into your leadership role, because one of my first impressions of you was we had this, like, relationship kind of, you know, online to some degree, and I just didn't know what it would be like. like when I came in like I was obviously there to be a student you were obviously there to be a teacher like that was very much what like I attended so I just remember being like do I go up and hug her like how friendly are we while still respecting like that you're the leader like you put this whole conference together I think I was like a little bit in awe that you would do that so that you would bring all these women like it was a when you were in those rooms, like if you've ever been to Royal Rooted, like it is a powerful thing when you're in there. And so the fact you were leading that was just very awe inspiring for me. And so um, it's funny how you see yourself and how other people
0: see you. Like, you know, I was going to say for women listening, I feel like the takeaway of this is like, you just got to go for it no matter what, because we are always like self-conscious or in our head. Like this is a perfect example we are always in our head. Tara was in her head coming into the church and I was in my head standing in the church, you know, and like, Translate that to whatever the situation is. Your conference you're going into, a meeting you're going into, like a, a new coffee date with like a fellow mom group you're going into. You know, like everyone is in their own head and actually critiquing themselves and stressed and just, gosh, we're so self-absorbed, right? I mean, all we care about is like seriously in the, in the situation. But so you just like gotta you gotta go for it. Like they're just as nervous and scared probably as you are. You mm-hmm.
1: know. So from there. I did end up coaching with you at a couple of Roll Rooted. I think in the history of Roll Rooted, I missed two Roll rooted, and that's it. Otherwise, I was there as a student and then as a coach. But for me, where our friendship really changed is a little bit later. So I know it was love at first sight for you with the light <laughs> shining on me, but I, it took me a couple months to come around. <laughs> no, but we, so I did coach with you that summer and then August for me was really big. So I had been working on a project since the December before and it was kind of like an online forum. You and I at that time got a lot of questions like, how are you doing what you're doing? Similar to Rural Rooted, like how are you making money? And I had this vision of having an online course for people to attend and i thought i had backing i thought I, I had planned this for like nine months and uh i got the call in august i remember standing in my mom's lake house and they were like we decided to go in a different direction and i remember like i just i called you like i you were the first person that i was like i don't know what to do i'm devastated and i called you And it was just very much like, I want you in my life. I want you in my circle. I want you like a part of my business. Like I felt so drawn to like that energy that like what could we do together, which is so weird because I had been like a lone wolf in my social media journey, like never had expected something like that. And you blew in and uh,
0: everything changed. It's so fun. I didn't know we were going to be talking about Elevate, you guys. But if you do follow us on social media and you do kind of already know us personally, you know that that's what Tara just talked about, like the origin story of Elevate, which I don't think we've ever shared like that deep of the origin story. Yeah. Or anywhere. anywhere. No.
1: Yeah. And so we kind of like melded this online idea, a little pieces of Rule Rooted. Like it was just we melded everything and we went all in. Like when I said we went
0: all in, like our husband's it's like my funny to think about you probably he was like who is this tara girl that sure. you are spending all of your hours talking to uh my husband
1: too also i should mention i quit my job the monday after roll rooted so like you were already like pretty like high it's on my like, husband's <laughs> hip. i retract sending you to roll rooted yeah so no so starting in the, i think it was like november because we went to a conference together in november november to january 1st it was like hundreds of hours spent on creating Elevate the Course and I will have to say like my husband and I think Luke too like basically I was like a normal career girly and I met you went to Rule Rooted quit my job and was like I'm starting a business with a girl that lives in Nebraska that I've met like four times in my entire life three times maybe and we would Get, I mean, I remember getting up before the girls would wake up. I remember staying up late after the girls would go to bed because we were both, like, juggling other things, you know, trying to make this, like, new business happen. And then we got together. I think I left home, like, I think it was New Year's Day and showed up. We recorded Elevate, and that was the start of our business. Yeah, it was actually the start of
0: Discover, which is so weird. But it's funny because I – you hit the nail on the head. We spent so much time together in that short amount of time. Even though we weren't together physically, we were, like, whether we were on the phone or a Zoom call or in the same working document, like, we was like, oh like shut up and shut down of, like, doing something with you. And so Tara, the name Tara was very, like, you know, obviously Luke was hearing the word Tara a lot. But then I started spending time around you. I'd say it, like, at other, like, around my, uh, my in-laws or, like, oh friends my or something. Gosh. And they were, like, oh, right. Who, Who is Tara? And, I, and then I have to be, like. Oh, yeah. You guys have, like, no idea. <laughs> I can't believe really, I on. literally
1: forgot about that. That is exactly, like, I remember being, like, my friend Natalie, like, I didn't know what to call you, my partner, like, my my lifelong business partner. Like, I literally was, like, and people would be, like, who is, like, my good friends would be, like, who is Natalie? And I'd be, like, this girl that I'm spending probably 40-plus hours a week with either on the phone, in a Google Doc with, like, and we were, like, finished writing the course script with hundreds of pages, like, of us going back and forth. and so." You were like this all consuming person in my life and people like, were
0: like, who's Natalie? (laughs) I mean, I have that effect on people. I became all consuming for a (laughs) loop too. This is just what happens when you allow me into your life.
1: But getting back
0: to the origin story of Discover. Um, with Elevate, we decided to create a podcast with it, to pair with it for, like, additional, you know, place for people to come to learn. And it actually was meant to serve as, like, a free place for location, people to learn because um our courses obviously had a price tag associated to it. So, like, oh, well, podcast would pair with that. And I don't even know if we want to get into the whole, like, launching the podcast, but I think that also about sent our husbands over the edge. I have um, to tell that story briefly. More to our plate when we were already doing everything else. We're like, hey, yeah, we're going to start a podcast. We're going
1: to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. So we called each other. We were on the phone, and you were like, I have something I, I want to say. I've been thinking about it, but I don't even want to say it out loud. I haven't said it to Luke. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I do too. And it was kind of like, let's both say it at the same time. And it was, we could, our husbands were like, You cannot add one more thing to your guys' plate. Mm-hmm. And Natalie and I were like, podcast. And I will never forget, I was in San Diego area on a Sunday night. Daniel was at home. I had the girls with me. And we were like, we're going to do a podcast, and I called Dan and was like, hey, I know I'm not even home from California yet, but literally on Thursday, I'm going to fly to Dallas, and I'm going to record an entire season of a podcast, and it's going to be Elevate the Podcast, <laughs> and that's what we did. We literally, on a Sunday night, said, we're going to start a podcast, and on Friday, we had a podcast recording studio, and we recorded nine episodes,
0: and then we flew home. Our husbands were like, you cannot start a podcast, and we were like, hold our beer, and we're going to watch this. for Texas. <laughs> But I do think it's, like,
1: such a testament to, like, our personality type and how we approach business. Like, we are just all in. And I think very quickly with Elevate, the podcast, we realized that while we loved teaching and bringing people along, like, pulling people up and helping them, like, monetize their social media, our true, true passion and what we wanted to throw our lives into was helping people discover ag, like, telling people about agriculture. And that was really where we decided to start pivoting. It was a long process. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't finally pivot to Discover Ag, the podcast as we know it, until like December, beginning of January. Um, but it, we just knew it's where our heart really lied, was sharing ag with people.
0: Yes, yeah, so that's how we got to where, very quick, 21 minutes, you guys, that's how we got to where Discover <laughs> is now on the th- <laughs> on the Thursday episodes with news. It was really by trial and error and, um, I don't know, it was like building our ship out at sea because we had launched a podcast And then the middle of it changed to like a meld between the old podcast and I would say what Discover is now and then finally fully stepped into it. And I think there's a lot of, you know, business advice I could give women from that story about like, you know, clarity is built through action and you have to just get started and all of these things. Um, But I think what's most important for people tuning in now is because you are discos, you are part of our community is I just think it shows. It really highlights our passion for Thursdays and so, and what we share there. Getting back to, you know, Tara and I started sharing online to connect people to agriculture in a unique, different way. I feel like we both, like, we both had our unique ways at the beginning were not the same, but I mm-hmm. think that's what we felt passionate about is like highlighting it in a different way than some other people were or some people had like normally thought about it. <clears throat> and so we just want to thank you guys. Or being part of the disco community on Thursdays, because that is you know, why Tara and I got online so long ago. And um, honestly, this podcast in this space and why we want to do these more personal episodes and just build more and more with you guys is because it really is our true passion right now. Like the podcast is all I want to do. I would love to step away from even like traditional influencing online and, and sharing over there to share here. Like Tara and I just you know, the podcast the new is the new, you know, Tara sitting in the church. It, it has, it's like the light hitting for me. And, like, it's it's the place I want to be. It's what I'm most drawn to. So we cannot thank you guys enough for kind of, especially if you've been, like, with us on the podcast since day one where we were talking about, you know, yeah. social our media. Our business tips. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for, for being here.
1: Being on this roller coaster that is mm-hmm. our business. And I, I think that's probably my last, like, big takeaway is it has been just over two years since that first time that we met at, you know, there in Colorado, uh, uh, rural rooted, it has been a whirlwind. And I, you know, with our friendship, I mean, we live a thousand miles apart. What is it, like 14 hours apart? And yet I feel so close to you. I see you. We get together. We have, you know, we have business trips, but then we have so much more. And we have been on some really wild rides over the course of these two years. Like thinking about the docuseries, obviously Sheep Trail is very fresh in our mind. But like if you had asked me, on that March of 2021, like what my life would be like. I never would have guessed we'd be sheep trailing in Montana and we would be just so many different experiences that we've had with our business that are truly like life changing. And like I am a different person because
0: of this business we've started together. I have been asked to do a podcast before. And I was like, no, mm-mm. I don't think I have anything to talk about. I don't want to do a podcast on. Do you not and remember
1: you a podcast we launched? A Damn. podcast. I recorded one episode. I've never even listened to that episode. Daniel and I recorded it, and I knew that from the moment so it was not going to happen. Actually, funny.
0: So yeah, I do think it has um, been quite the unforeseen journey we've had to get to where we are. But I, there's no other place I'd rather be here than you know every Monday recording an episode with you to release on Thursday. But you know what, I cannot actually now that you mentioned that you record an episode, Dan, I cannot I want to listen to that. Can we please, I don't even know where like, it's at. It would be I need to find you out know what it would be like. It would be like, you know how Kristen and Steven sit down and they watch like old uh, Laguna beaches together.
1: It would be fun to like get beers and sit down and listen to your guys' I person. can't I don't even know what we said. I don't even know what we talked about. I only think I really remember about it is I sat down with like a full scripted set of notes and Dan was like, Oh, I just thought we were like showing up like <laughs> I was like, I'm here. Is that what you wanted from me? Uh, And so it's so funny, like, that you think your life is, like, headed in, I don't know, one direction. I came to Rule Rooted with that idea. That's what I was going to do was,
0: like, launch a podcast with my husband. And (laughs) I remember you telling me that. And I have never told you this before. But on the outside, I was enthusiastically applauding you to do that. And on the inside, I was like, don't do that with Dan. I think that sounds so cool. Like, we should do that. But then I, like, didn't really think, like, we should do that. But I just remember thinking, like, I don't know. I just That's know, so I cool. Like, don't do it with Dan. Don't, maybe. maybe. Hmm. Um, okay. What do we want to dive into next? We want to maybe talk about like growing up in agriculture a little bit. Yeah. So I feel can like maybe we got get to, to know, the like, end. Little baby Tara and little baby Natalie.
1: Yeah. We got to the end of our story. Let's get back to the beginning maybe a little bit and give more context about our life and like why we felt so passionate about sharing about agriculture. Because I think we both have similar but uh, different journeys that are, you know, kind of outside the norm maybe.
0: Okay. Why don't you kick it off?
1: Okay, so yeah, my elevator pitch. I am fifth generation dairy farmer. So my dad is actually a first generation in the United States. My grandparents moved when they were in their 30s from the Netherlands to the United States to dairy farm.
0: Um, My dad. So cool. I feel like you've probably said that so many times in like your intro that it's for sure become like not that you're like numb to it, but I think you just sort of like missing the significance of that. That is crazy. That I feel like you had grandparents. I mean, that's not a very far off generation from you that came over at age 30 um, and started daring. And I don't know. I just think that's so cool. And I know that that's not like super atypical in agriculture. There's probably a lot of people tuning in that are discos that probably have a similar story. But I do feel like that's, I don't know, it's pretty rad.
1: It really is incredible when you think about it. Um, So like the majority of my dad's family is actually still in the Netherlands. Like they still have dairy farms there. Like they came by themselves. My grandparents, he jokes that. Discover ad takes the Netherlands. We totally could. We have (laughs) a lot of Netherlands listeners. And I like always wonder if there's some cousins out listening or different things. Mm. Um, But my grandparents moved with two suitcases and a couple hundred dollars and, you know, came to the United States, started dairying in California. Ultimately, you know, if you've been in Southern California recently, they got pushed out of Southern California. As so many dairy farms did and so many farms in general did, and then ultimately settled in southern New Mexico.
0: What courage to come with, like, of suitcases and some money to afford – I mean, I could not do that. I like to speak Did say not that, speak that the I language. a brave person, but that blows my mind. And it actually makes me think that that is maybe where you got a little bit of your, like, entrepreneur, bold spirit from – I don't no. know, if it been your grandpa or your that. grandma? I don't know which one was the spicy one—the little, you know, butter slabs in <laughs> <laughs> New Mexico chili. Pepper. It was the spice, <laughs> but um, maybe that's where you get it from.
1: That's funny. My uh, grandpa went on his first date with him with my grandma, and he said, "I'm moving to America." So my first question for you is, "Are you willing to come with me?" Otherwise, this date ends now. And she was like, <sighs> "I'm coming." And he was like, oh, "I knew God. she was the one." And he was like, "Somehow
0: things have changed." What would happen if and you no like, put that on Tinder? I'm moving to America, either you're coming or you're not, first date, swipe
1: left, swipe right. Uh, So no, so then we were in southern New Mexico, we ultimately moved up to where we're at now in eastern New Mexico, and that's pretty much been home for me. I mean, I've always lived in New Mexico, but I don't remember a ton of southern New Mexico. Um, But I grew up in ag, and I did love it, but I did not ever see myself ending up in agriculture, ending up in dairy farm. I went away to college, got my degree in environmental science, and my junior year My next-door neighbor back from New Mexico, dairy farmer boy down the road, stole my heart.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: after graduation, moved back to his family farm that's literally down the road from my family farm. And have, like, I don't know, getting away from ag and getting away from dairy, living in the city, I now can't imagine that I thought I would do anything else but what I do. Like, my happiest moments are Daniel and the girls and I driving down the hay alley on a Friday afternoon just – Enjoying the dairy life. I don't know. I love it, and so it's so funny that <laughs> you guys. Tara's mic
0: just fell. Oh
1: my God, my mic oh my just fell God. off and hit me. Okay, can't imagine Depression. doing anything else. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: oh that, that, I do that think it that's it something is. that um, we do have parallel to each other's stories is that. I would take saying we left ag because we didn't like leave ag, right? Right, you know, right. There's just I think that's like the easiest way to sum it up if you are talking to someone or on a. I mean, I share that story a lot when I like go on podcasts or interviews, and there's just like no short way to say it. But like, kind of I left ag, but I we didn't leave agriculture. But same thing, like I got my degree in pharmacy, and I had no intentions of coming back whoa, whoa, to the family whoa. ranch. We'll start at the beginning. I will start at the beginning, but I at you know me, I just I'm all over the place. And right now, here's where I'm at my story. So I had no intention of coming back to, you know, ranch or agriculture. I mean, I lived very close to my family ranch. I spent a ton of time on my family ranch. Um, Tab was practically raised on the family ranch, even though we weren't living on it. You know, I mean, we were out there all the time. I still have two sisters on the ranch. It's not just my parents. And so it's not like, again, it's not like we left agriculture. Um, But I just didn't think my income would be dry from it. I didn't think I'd marry a rancher. I mean, honestly, like when I met Luke, I was... Like I had an internal dialogue. Where I was like, "Oh my gosh! I, like, am I really gonna marry a rancher? Like, I cannot believe that this is who like I am in love with is a rancher." You know, and so I do think that's like one thing that we have in common. And I almost wonder if that plays a role in our passion to share agriculture so much. Is because I think we have a little bit of that taste of like leaving it and spending time around people who aren't super familiar with it, um, and maybe that plate like was a little seed that was planted about like our you know, need and desire, like I feel a desire to have to share about agriculture Um, and I wonder if that's where it came from.
1: Yeah, I mean, so well said. I, I completely agree.
0: I love when I'm like on a roll talking and you're like, yeah, mm -hmm, I agree. mm -hmm. So
1: uh, (laughs) start at the beginning now. You'll do that sometimes on Thursday when I'm like on like a roll for I don't know what else to say. You said it really well. I'm not going to repeat all of the
0: things that I agree with you on. Like just, yep, I agree, period. I know. know. So my, yours is, um, I feel like yours is like so much more of an interesting, like yours is a written, like, you know, there's like a climax to your story. of like the parents, grandparents moving over. And it's like a hero's journey of an ag story. And I feel like mine in its own right is, I guess, cool because we've just been in the same place for so long, you know, and you like you guys, I I'll never forget, like when I hear you talk about like moving the dairy cows, it seems so foreign to me because we've just been like my family's ranch has just been where my family's ranch has been. But I grew up in Southwest Montana. So I'm a Nebraska transplant. Um, I moved here when I married my husband. And so that is why we're in central Nebraska because that's where he was from. So I spent all of my life, I went um, out of state for a little bit for college, but the majority of my life I um, spent in Montana. And so um, we're in a very beautiful part of the state and I grew up on a cattle ranch. So um, some people like always think of Yellowstone, but um, yeah, I just, it was a wonderful childhood. Um, I was fourth generation and yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was settled by my great grandpa and honestly, it's funny now that I'm thinking about this, but my grandpa, um, you know, for my great grandpa, I think the ranch was really what it was for a lot of people at that time, like the early, you know, what, 1900s or I think that would have been the right time. It was more of like a homestead. I mean, that's how they lived, right? I think he had like sheep and pigs and cattle, like he had the whole shebang and it it definitely wasn't what our ranch is now. It was my grandpa who really turned our ranch into what it is now we do um, at the Registered Herford Operation and it, it is – Close line. And um, my grandpa was really the one who did some different things with breeding and genetics and um, data that um, other people at that time weren't doing and weren't thinking of. And I've never thought about it, but maybe I also get a little bit of my entrepreneur spirit or my not fear of doing things outside of the norm um, from my grandpa, too. Oh, my gosh. Look at us and our grandpas. Our little entrepreneurial spirits. I feel like you discredit
1: though, like, I think as incredible as you think my grandparents journey was, I think that your great grandfather's journey is like, Absolute awe-inspiring and i think maybe as a person who doesn't have like a multi-generational family farm like it is multi-generational but like on the same property that i think there's a piece of me that is very like jealous of that like my family's been here since the early 1900s story uh, i don't know every time i you tell your story i just think of like the bravery it took for your great-grandfather to and, and obviously great-grandmother to like move to montana to start something like I mean, you joke about Yellowstone, but every time I watch 1883, like I'm just like, that's Natalie's great grandmother. Like that's mm-hmm. her. That's Elsa out there <laughs> headed to Montana. I am Elsa. paving the way. <laughs> and so I, it's just it's really like it's really unfair. And I actually was talking about it this weekend. I was talking with my mother in law, one of her girlfriends, about your family, and I was like, can you imagine the bravery it took in the early 1900s to be like. We're moving to Montana. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I was there in the middle of the summer and I got cold a few times. So I can't imagine what, like, <laughs> February is like. Because Montana like...
0: Tara is, everyone needs to spend time <laughs> with Montana Tara. <laughs> yeah. It was a vibe. <laughs> yeah. It is fun uh, that you, it, I mean, It was just incredible. Both, yeah. And it is fun that we have both seen each other's operations. Yeah. Like, I love mm-hmm. that I got to bring you back to my family ranch in Montana. And I've, obviously, last summer we spent time down on yours. And so, now I have I to get know. up to just Nebraska really cool. next. hmm
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that um, this would actually probably be the point of the story where I'd want to hear more about like how you met Luke and that story of Nebraska. And even for me with Daniel, like I've known Daniel since he was five and I was three, like why my junior year in college did we decide to start dating? But I think we should save that because fun fact, we're going to have our husbands on the podcast next month for the personal mm-hmm. episode. So I want to dive into those stories um, a little bit more maybe then. So Maybe we'll rope them
0: into every Tuesday episode. You guys, we have not totally thought out these once a month Tuesday episodes yet. No, so if you guys we have not have um, opinions on them. Let us know if you're excited about this. <laughs>
1: the discos loved when our husbands were on. That's still like both of their episodes are like top five most downloaded episodes. I think people really found it fascinating to see what our husbands were like, and so I'm actually very excited about that episode. Bring them on. So be sending us your questions you have for them for us mm-hmm. together. I would love to know.
0: Yeah, we want to hear. You can just DM us on the Discover Ag Instagram page. You can DM us on our personal pages. Hell, you can email us. We don't care. Just, you know, get your um, opinion of what you guys would like us to talk about for, um, I guess, this most recent, this next um personal episode we're going to, have to call it a personal episode for now I didn't we figure I don't out know what, what the title to call these. it yeah
1: um one piece of our story I do think we kind of left off is like our careers pre like social media um we've mentioned them but I think maybe it's like worth noting like you know you had a thriving pharmacy career when you decided mm-hmm. to leave and be full-time at the ranch and sharing and I was working as an environmental consultant for dairies um in New Mexico and that was ultimately the job I left I still do some on the side you still do some pharmacy on the side um, but both of us are pretty much full into discover and then our family
0: operations enter the legalized drug dealer conversation because or um, what's that called when someone like throws that in comment comment it's just a comment um, because anytime I talk about like oh yeah I still like on the side I'm like a pharmacist they're like oh on the side you're a drug dealer You know.
1: Har, har, <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> It is funny. It makes me laugh. I text you more often than I care to admit, being like, what medication should I take? What is going on right now? And you, thankfully, you don't complain. I don't know if you are seething on the inside, but via text, you always answer my crazy text. I remember one time I texted you at brunch. It was like, I think that the grape juice, grapefruit juice is going to kill me. And you were like, no, it is not.
0: Yeah, I'm like, that's a different class. You're like, wrong set of drugs, Tara. Okay. I it is funny though because my other best friend from Montana continually texts me about how much she gets cold sores and she'll continually ask me how much Valtrex she can take. She's like, Am I overdosing? What's gonna happen? I just took two, like walk me through this. So I'm here for I'm here for my friends. I saw a funny meme that was like the cool thing about growing up and having like professional friendships are you can text your friend in the middle of the night about your I don't know, it was like you know, Whatever health crisis, instead of having to like waste your time calling an actual doctor. (laughs) That (laughs) That is me for my
1: friends. (laughs) 100%. I don't know how many times that Daniel's like, you know, we like you have a pharmacist you picked those drugs up from. Like, you could have asked them. I'm like, no, no, no. I'll just text Natalie. When we were in Montana, remember the girls had strep throat? And Dan was like, hey, ask Natalie what I'm supposed to
0: do. (laughs) Oh
1: my gosh. Okay. (laughs) We are like off on a tangent now.
0: Uh, um, all right well i think that's it for our first tuesday episode as we said kind of in the beginning this was a meet your host so ha- hopefully you guys feel a little more connected to us after all of that rambling of our origin stories um but moving forward it's up to you guys let us know what to talk about as we said next tuesday or not next tuesday next month um our husbands will be joining us hopefully we haven't told them this yet but you know they don't say no to us often so sure they'll be here um dan's listening
1: he's yeah. like,
0: oh <laughs> he's like oh, am i <laughs> Fantastic. We just start
1: breaking news to Dan on the podcast. <laughs> i know i wish i was still in the phase of our life where we were like getting pregnant or something and i'd be like surprise <laughs> <laughs> and he'd have to find out with our other thousands of listeners followers um, he's probably um, texting luke right now because luke doesn't listen and
0: he's probably like luke we're on the podcast next month uh-huh. so that'll be fun let us know maybe it's one topic maybe we'll get one common thing that you guys want to talk about and it'll just be an episode on that or maybe it will be a handful of comments we don't know how this is gonna go but um we want it to be in your guys's hands so Take control, you guys. Uh let us know. Get us get us your questions. All right. We will see you guys on Thursday.